Er ein Gedol Schiers ist mein Lamm, am Fan, der Mahan Hain, der Sohn mit Fan Kehle, Saifin, Firkin Fulsch, Fulschi Kehle, Gare Rufiliok. Ach, so Korehe und Kolluder, das ist Bale Lien Tronung. Mena, wie Gabernier, wann Kehrt, ne Glune, wann Glunta, ach, ach, Korehe. Das nicht in der Tolle, das ist ja So, ist in der Konrade, Gorevat, Gwilam Chan sagen, und Harner Chan Sinorira. May I just say what a great pleasure it is on behalf of Sabina and I to welcome you all to Orasanukhtron. As I have just said, there isn't a group of people we are more pleased to welcome than all the women and men and others who have been supporting uh, women's rights. I know. I was just thinking myself as I was looking at the programme which speaks here to say that it is in fact a celebration uh, a, ce a, ce a celebration uh, of women's advocacy groups. I, I actually like to make a little correction here because quite frankly for those of us including Sabina and myself and so many of you in this room, advocacy is a rather newer word. Activism is the better word. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I, I think as well, for all of us, because I often think, I was thinking of all those great people that we had with us in the different forms of activism over the years, some of whom are no longer with us, and what, what people of great uh, courage there were. Because after all, Women's rights did not fall from the sky. Uh, they were achieved by activist people like Alva Smith, who is sitting with me here. Uh, and all those early Irish rural organisations, the National Women's Council, whom in Sabine and I were delighted to host at a 50th anniversary reception. And I'm really delighted that Orla O'Connor and Margaret Martin are able to be with us again today. Um, That was one of the best afternoons and evenings we've had in the aura since we came. And it was a great, great, and I hope my wish for you this evening, you know, is this afternoon, is, is that you enjoy the afternoon. Every now and again, people say to themselves, don't lose the opportunity of networking. My wish for you, be proud of what you have done, have a good drink and enjoy it all as well. <laughs> Because, to be honest with you, in many ways, you know, you could get networked to death, you know. <laughs> and, and, uh, and uh, you know, not all the networking produces any of the excitement that you're entitled to feel. Uh, Sabine, uh, Sabine as I thank you for all that you have done. I think that sometimes I think about it, uh, about all the... About how often one speaks in these. And I keep saying to people, you know, those who are in the field and who know and who read with great sorrows, they often would correct anger about the position of women. Women all over the world uh, don't need to be harangued by me on the detail because they have responded in their hearts and in their minds to the principle. For example, the idea that women and children would be kept under deck as a ship is 
sinking and whatever. And this is what is most important about recognizing the woman's experience, the female experience. Every now and again there are great moments of exhilaration in a way. I often think about it, that it is in that country where the indigenous people are in fact a very, very strong group, that they refer to nature as Madre Natura, putting the mother nature into the constitution. And therefore, in a way, then in a way, this is why I think achieving equality as well, the language has to be now more carefully structured. Uh, the invitation to all of us who are activists for decades, those of us who are supporting activists, I would be like Sabina and all of the others. The invitation is not, in fact, actually to imitate any male notion of hierarchy or autocracy or exclusion or patriarchy. There is a woman's experience. All that literature is there from Simone de Beauvoir and all of the others for people to read. And it is that that has to be brought into life. And it is that that can best inform ecology, best connection between ecology, economy and society. And it will not be an easy road because you'll have every now and again people saying, this little bit of gradualism should do and this little bit of gradualism should do. Female equality is about the fullest experience and participation and also the experience of the self with the fullest respect for the integrity of the self, mind and body. And I think as well as this when one thinks about it is that I often think back, how often you hear these bogus cultural suggestions that this is the way things were. They are actually the way that things will have to change. And I think that all of you gathered here are familiar with all of this, so I needn't uh, delay on it. Sabina and I, because there's one person here who would love to be with us, and that is our daughter Alice Mary Higgins. And Alice Mary, before she makes an announcement that she, she and Ken Dempsey announce the birth of their baby boy on Sunday, she... <laughs> <laughs> So she, she said to me, go ahead and tell the people I would be working with anyway, and we'll make the formal announcement later. So there, there it all is. But I think we're so pleased, and uh, Sabine and I are so happy for, uh, for Ken and Alice Mary, and I'm uh, so pleased, uh, so pleased as I am, I uh, make no hesitation in saying at all of the work and all of the courage and all of the risks uh, that, that she has taken and we both know from her, because we hardly ever see her since she was elected as a synod wife, the amount of hard working she is. I think as well that one of the things that's very important, I think that is worrying in relation to where we are now in relation uh, to the women's movements and, and, and so forth, is uh, that the world is sinking under a deluge of paper when people are looking for practical results. When I was in Dakar speaking about food security, it's very practical things that are, that are very, very important. The, the issue is not only that you will recognize women and their contribution, it is that they have a right to land. I could give you an example in parts of Ghana, for example, where I think uh, 
there are a whole series of subplots which women use to provide the main, the main crop. And then something comes in and you have what is called reorganisation of land in a factory system. <coughs> there are paid wages which, for which they will spend, if you like, on port- things that they will purchase from outside. The plot gets neglected and so forth. And they're worse off than before. And that's why, in a way, it is way beyond resolutions. And I pay tribute to all those people who are working in the field, all those women and men who are working in the field, doing their best to try and bring what are the real transformations about. And I know there may be some journalists here, but I can say how proud you must be of people like Sally Hayden, who has the courage to report what nobody else is concerned. How scandalous it is that people regard it as normal, that we can wait week after week for repeat after repeat of loss of people in the Mediterranean. And as some people have been suggesting, for everyone lost at sea, two lost in the Sahara. These are the issues we called upon to be Irish people, citizens of the world, people who believe in men and women and all the rest of it. And the idea uh, that we set up and start paying people in Africa to lock people away from us rather than taking the responsibility of the migration of the world and doing something practical about it. We will be remembered for it as the people who went for the policing option or the people who went for the humanitarian option. (laughs) And I think too, in relation to so many places and the rest of it, there are moments when women have been offered hope to have it taken away from them again. For example, in the, the, the defeat briefly of the Taliban, and women having being announced, they're now free, like us, and everything. And it disappears again, and the conditions get worse. And we are, of course, under a responsibility to realise what didn't work and what was the cause of it, and how we cannot abandon our responsibilities. I do think all of these issues uh, are important because we are uh, not really, uh, I think, we're required morally to do more than be regarding all of these events as pieces of communication that carry us from one day to another in the temporary time of life that is left to us and all of the rest of it. How, in the middle of COVID, for example, should we see uh, an increase in domestic violence? And I so thank all the organisations who opened their doors, the people who respond to the telephone lines, rape crisis centres, all of those neighbours, people who reported all of that. It was so, so important. And why, when I meet people, for example, from the Roma community and the traveller community and all of the rest of it, why, by the way, they are, I should tell you, Sabina, the two of the grandchildren of our friends, Nora and Margaret, from the, the hard stand and the thing are with us this afternoon. You are so welcome here. In, uh, and, and I, I do think... In many, many cases, uh, the other side of it, which we're, I guess, is that, is that 
that all of the issues hang together because the gender issues are of course complicated and exacerbated by what happens in relation to climate change. If, for example, in the migrant camps of the world, it's far more dangerous now than it was ever before for young females to go and gather firewood. If it is, for example, as well as that, that because they are stuck on these tasks, that they are in fact uh, 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 unable to attend school. There are 138 million children who will never enter a classroom in the world. These are the issues. This is why our United Nations matters. These are the issues that should be discussed. These are the issues that uh, affect us all. And really, the other side of it as well, there are good things. Things have got better in relation. 130 million girls will never set foot inside a classroom. I think it, when we think about it all in relation to it, it's easy to identify the extremes of the abuses, be it in Iran or in the Taliban, but we must also remember that in the United States people are now struggling to hold on to the rights they have laboriously won in different parts of the, of the United States. All I have to say, it is my honour and my privilege and Sabina to be able to welcome you all, to welcome you as confrontationists, activists, advocates, and all of these other things. I guess Queen Gagrag's panic that it and talky. I guess nearly an average Because we must protect the rights of women and girls in all their diversity, in digital spaces too, and effectively counter these anti-rights and anti-gender narratives used by groups to misinform societies and under advancement of women. I allow myself one historical piece of reference, which is a classic of that new right movement, to suggest that there was some older, better way and that it was full of... It is a complete fiction. It is not in the history of Africa, for example, that you would have the current laws in relation to Uganda, in relation to same-sex relations. It does not exist anthropologically in Africa in that period. It is simply wrong. In the same way, the suggestion that Ireland has made its way somehow or another from, uh, from community and fallen into the present. The truth is, ancient Irish society was full of rights. The forms of religiosity and spirituality were fundamentally changed in the period after the famine by Cardinal Cullen. We've been recovering. But we've been recovering is the best of our description uh, uh, historically. And all of you have been part of that. And I think, therefore, yes, we'll all get behind now that great, great most important of all of the, the sustainable development goals. It deserves all our support, men and women and children and people of all cultures and so forth. And what I have to say now is I want to thank everyone who has facilitated today's meeting. Uh, the staff in Oris and Uptron just do this wonderfully every year and I thank them because this is about I want to thank Anne Castle, and you can see 
what a familiarity she has with the reality of Ireland and the way she's able to remember not only the performers but the ants as well. And I think as well, my heartfelt thanks to all of our musicians and entertainers. Mary Kelly, the TBL8 brass band were excellent. Colm O'Haragon group, Mwirini Shea, the Atkinson family, the vintage boombox, Ethan Nessa, Francis and Pillowkins, all who have been lifting our spirits. And we're assisted as we always are uh, by those from John O'Gods who take the Gardaí and the civil defence and above all else too by those who make all the physical things happen the Office of Product Works. We're trying to have us on the throne on a minute week as the spirit in